You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I'm joined by Albert Mudrian from Decibel Magazine. Hey Albert, my grandpa's name is Albert and my great grandpa's name is Albert. My dad's middle name is Albert too. You're the first Albert I've met that isn't in my family. Are you named after a relative? How do you know I'm not in your family? Well, you could be somewhere on the tree, but most of you got to get a 23 and me done. Check that out. Um, no, there was there. I was the second Albert, I think. I think my biological dad's name was Albert. Um, but oh. I think the Albert lineage ends with me in my family. Okay. Nice. So let's talk about your job with Decimal, Decibel Magazine. So uh, what is your job title and what does that entail? Well, my job title is technically editor-in-chief, um, but I founded the magazine um, back in 2004. So in addition to, you know, being the guy who assigns and edits all of the stories and arranges the covers and photo shoots and, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, the stuff that a normal editor would do um, since we were started, we started as an indie, I did everything from like selling the advertising to um, doing all the marketing and some distribution work. And then over the years, as it grew a little bit and we were able to add some people to take some of those things off my plate, uh, I ended up getting into developing the other things that Decibel does, like Decibel Metal and Beer Fest, Decibel Books, Decibel Records, um, our Flexi series, the Decibel Magazine Tour, uh, running our website. So it's not a typical editor-in-chief job, or at least the one that um, that it was when I started. Uh, but Decibel's kind of grown in a lot of different ways since um, since 2004. So my daily job is just kind of all over the place. Nice. So in what city is Decibel Magazine headquarters located? Headquarters are still located in, in Philadelphia. Um, we have... I think there are three of us that are out there. And then there are a couple more of us that are spread out in the Northern Virginia area. Nice. Uh, so for those not familiar with the magazine, can you tell us what it's about and where to buy it and anything else uh, you want people to know? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a heavy metal magazine, heavy metal, uh, hardcore, extreme music, extreme metal, traditional metal. It's pretty much anything loud and heavy that isn't terrible. Um, we try to stay away from new metal, um, kind of glam rock things, things that, uh, we find aesthetically displeasing. Um, but yeah, it's available, you know, pretty much any Barnes and Noble. Um, if you were to go, I would say the best place to always just get it is directly from us at decibelmagazine.com. You can subscribe, you can get single back issues, whatever you like there. But if you like going to a newsstand and picking it up, I always just suggest going going right to Barnes & Noble. Cool. So uh, is there an article or feature that you're the most proud of? And who is the most famous band you've featured in a disciple issue? I'm, man, things that I'm most proud of. Um, it's probably, I don't know if I could say there's a singular article. Um, we've done we're working on issue 222 right now wow. um so 
I don't want to think about how many articles have run over the years in the magazine. It's a lot. Um, there are certain, you know, Hall of Fame features that we've done, and that that's a, a popular recurring column in the magazine where we take a classic record and then interview every band member who performed on the record. So you get the full story of the recording, the writing, the touring around the album, the overall impact of it. But it's the policy is that we have to talk to everybody who performed on it. So uh, in the event that there's a member who's passed away, it's not eligible for Hall of Fame induction, or if there's a guy who's MIA, or if there's bad blood between members and they don't want to talk about the past, we can't induct those because the whole... Um, the whole idea behind it is that you want the full story. You want everybody's perspective and we don't want to do like um, a piece that leaves somebody out of an important record. Um, so those are a lot of work and sometimes they take years to track people down or to convince people who don't want to talk to actually talk. Um, and we've done 220 some of those over the years we've released anthology books of those um those are always again super edifying super gratifying and people you know our readers really react to them the bands react to them and there's been a lot of cool stuff that's come out of them i know um we inducted um Ag agnostic front cause for alarm oh, cool. into the hall of fame probably about i don't know maybe it was 10 years ago and that inspired them to reunite that lineup to do uh, some shows together just by that, you know, them talking about the whole, them, them all getting together, talking about the interview, talking about the record and then seeing it in print. It just like, it moved that down the line and things like that are really cool when you can feel like that there's a, a tangible impact um, based on something that's, that's run in the magazine. But as far as the most famous bands, I mean, I don't know any any like Metallica has been on the covers, uh, Black wow. Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, like anything that's in, like we've we've there aren't any enormous artists in the metal scene that we haven't covered because we've been you know we've been around like twenty years just it just kind of happens you know. Wait, so you like had to get permission from like Metallica and Iron Maiden and stuff to talk to them? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Them. oh, well, wow, you know. You have to get you have to track them down you have to talk to their publicists and convince them to you know to do cover stories and then they do interviews with us and then do photo shoots um sometimes the photo shoots are really exciting and 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 um satisfying too like the last time we put metallica on the cover was 2016 and we recreated the cover the, the cover photo of their garage days re-revisited ep um cool. with the members as they are now um on the cover so you know you get to do cool things like that we did something like that with slayer too um their iconic photo of them on the back cover of rain and blood um we put them on the cover in 2016 and had them recreate recreate that photo that's the back cover of rain and blood cool. so you get to do cool things like that too sometimes yeah so what is the highest number of a single issue that has been sold man i honestly have no idea this <laughs> the thing is it's like the the distribution of a magazine is always in flux because you always have you you have like stores opening stores closing stores taking more 
magazines a month, stores taking fewer. So they you don't end up tracking the sales by like a, a pure physical number because you um, also have subscribers and you have people being added to the subscriber list, falling off the subscriber list weekly, monthly. So that's also a number that's always in flux. So you end up looking at something that's called a sell-through. And the sell-through basically is just a percentage of how many um, magazines were printed on a given month versus how many actually ended up selling. Um, and I don't even remember what the <laughs> sell-through would be. Probably something like, probably something like 50% one month but whatever i couldn't even tell you what the what what that 50 percent was of the 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah so have you interviewed everyone in the big four then because one of my friends is metalhead and he loves them all yeah we've um i believe we've in fact had every member every band of the big four on the cover of decibel we've done megadeth once done anthrax we've done scott ian we've done metallica twice we did slayer i don't know how many times probably like five or six and then there was one tour um that was supposed to be slayer testament and megadeth and i i can't remember i think it was called american carnage or something the name of the tour this is like 12 15 years ago and we put them on the cover we we did a big cover story on the tour. We did photo shoot with all, with Scotty, well, not with Scotty, and with Chuck Billy from Testament, with Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, Tom Rye from Slayer, came out. And then um, a day after it came out, they announced the tour was going to be canceled because Tom or I needed neck surgery. So, wow. yeah, best laid I, plans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I met Joey, Don, uh, Joey Belladonna last year and I got a picture with him. Yeah. Was he cool? Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he gave never... me a guitar pick, even though he's the singer of Anthrax. Apparently, well, he has guitar picks. Which... It's probably easier to hand you a guitar pick than a mic stand. Yeah, you know, can carry those. Yeah. So, uh, Decibel, uh, Decibel Metal, Metal and Beer Fest is coming up in a April. Tell me about it and why everyone over twenty-one should attend. Why everybody should attend? Um, well, first of all, as you're probably aware now, you got to be 21 to, to attend Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. So yeah. my first advice is be at least 21. Um, and then my second advice is um, that you can go for either the metal or the beer. You can go for both. Yeah, bring, um, well, not and, either, never mind. <laughs> but I think that like, I, I think that you'll experience um, you'll you experience some kind of unique, un, a unique presentation of both. There's bands performing sets that they've never performed before. Um, like Suicidal Tendency is going to play all of um, their first record in full. Uh, um, Gorguts, death metal band from Canada, is going to play their um, Considered Dead and um obscura albums or at least part or their whole set is going to consist of songs from those records wait uh, incantation is playing the first record all the way through yes yeah what and then they're gonna they're gonna play some hits after that too so i would think you'll still get um you can't bring me down and yeah. how will i laugh tomorrow snuck in there too um nice. 
but so yeah so you'll so you get that and then you get a lot of the you get a, a really unique collection of craft brewers throughout the country who come and then they brew beer especially for the event and they will all collaborate with a band that's playing at the fest so if you want to drink a beer that a brewery and Gorguts came up with there'll be that beer there or, or a beer that black dahlia murder came up with with a, a brewery from colorado like we'll have that there and wow. so it, it turns into like a really um just like a really a really cool experience i think for people um so you know the band hot water music yes hot water music yep we got his we got chuck reagan's beer can <laughs> that looks like hot water music art that's like right on that's right on brand there that's pretty cool Blame. there's apparently they have like apparently they have beer probably What's chuck the... reagan's dna in there that's probably a chuck reagan beer beard hair better save that you could save that you could probably sell that for at least a dollar on ebay <laughs> it's collectible yeah uh okay well now some questions about you not the magazine so okay. what was the first punk hardcore or metal uh show you attended and how old were you um like underground stuff um just whatever I would, yeah i mean like nice. punk i grew up in in northeast pennsylvania in a town called wilkesbury and we had a um like a, a kind of a a pretty thriving like local hardcore and metal scene there were like there were punk and hardcore and metal shows every weekend so like my first shows would have just been like local bands there that nobody's ever heard of that like never made it really outside of outside of Wilkesbury. <laughs> so i would have probably been like 15 and it would have been bands like ossuary and government cheese and so what like those government are the cheese names. government there's a band called government cheese That's yeah a good name it's available again. I don't think they're active. Oh, well. Uh, what are some What are some of your favorite bands of all time, and what are some bands you suggest other people go see live? Um, my favorite bands of all time: uh, uh, Napalm Death, um, Paradise Lost is another. Um, just like, and then kind of obvious classics like like Iron Maiden still holds up for me. Uh, Judas Priest, things like that. Um, Carcass is another a lot of old school death metal bands for me. That's kind of what I grew up with and connected with. Um, when I was like 15, 16, it was pretty fundamental for, for where I went with the music. And then as far as bands that I'd recommend, I would say, you know, the, the younger group of death metal bands that are coming up now, like bands like Two Mold, bands like Gay Creeper, bands like Undeath. Oh, Felix, Frozen um, Soul, tons of good. I, I saw on I saw um on death with Unearth and Madball because um, my mom was doing merch, so I just came along. Look at that! Put mom to work. I like it. Uh, I appreciate some death metal, but I'm more into hardcore. But my favorite terror song has Corpse Grinder on it, and I really want to get him on my podcast sometime. His voice is so deep; it's crazy that how it's crazy how that sound can come out of human. You you know what Corpse Grinder would totally do your podcast. He has he has kids uh, that are around your age, in fact, and he's um despite 
having the name Corpse Grinder and despite fronting Cannibal Corpse and despite singing the way he does and about what he does, he's a giant softy. Um, so I think you would, I think you would, I think you would enjoy talking with him. And if you like video games, he won't stop talking to you about those. So maybe something to think about. Yeah. That's cool. Wait, do you know him? Hmm? Cool. Yeah. Well, um, do you have kids and how old are they? And uh, are they into heavy music like you and me? I I have two kids. Uh, my daughter is 11. My son is Hi. eight. Yeah. And yeah, I'm 11. My, my 11 year old daughter, though, she is not into heavy music. Oh, your son? Uh, he's eight. He is. Um, in fact, that drum set back there, that's his. That's not mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sick. I don't, know, I, I don't know how to play that, but he does. Um, nice. So, yeah, he's he's into heavy music. His favorite, his favorite metal bands are Iron Maiden, Metallica, Municipal Waste, and Creator. Nice. Like, recently, what? What's that? Good? What were you saying? I was, I was going to say, I recently got him into uh, an old school heavy metal band called Satan and also recently Carcass. It's, all, so, it's just called Satan? They're just called Satan, yeah. The most, like, most, it's the most dumbed down name, but it's... And you know what? They formed in like 1979 or 1980, so there are plenty of other names still available when they formed, but they, they, yeah. they went with Satan. Nice. My nine-year-old brother, like, he hates heavy music. He's into, like, pop and hip-hop and stuff, which is not my type. No? No. Do you, is that, do you have other siblings, too, or? Nope, only him. You too? So there's the one hardcore hardcore heavy kid and then the one yeah. hip-hop pop kid. Yeah. I mean, you guys got to have something to fight about, right? So. Look. <laughs> he's the, he's a living incarnation of, like, a poop smoothie. Is he older? He's younger and dumber. <laughs> he has less friends too, I'm sure, right? A lot less. <laughs> I'm cooler. Ah, uh, two boys. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle two boys. I think a boy. I think I I lucked out with a boy and a girl for my own kind of about that balancing act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if you could tell your 11 year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Um. I would tell him that don't worry, the Phillies and the Eagles will eventually win championships in your lifetime, um, that you will experience many years of, of misery as a fan, but it'll be worth it in the end. Um, and if you do have children, try to try to keep them off the path of becoming Philadelphia sports fans, but know that you'll ultimately fail in that too and curse them just as you've been cursed as well. Let's go Flyers. Da, 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 da. Flyers. Oh, of all the Philadelphia teams to right now. To pick, I mean, technically they are not, but we root for them anyway. How's that? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, would you like to add anything before we wrap it up? Um not other than I really appreciate you inviting me to have me on here. This is, this is awesome. And um, mostly when I get to talk to somebody your age, it's telling them to like, you know, 
put their books away or to clean up their room and they don't listen to me at all. So having an 11 year old actually listen to me has been a, a, a change of pace for me and I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks to Albert for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms till next week. Bye.